what a day um i don't know i'm doing on the first date i'm kind of nervous you never know what to do I, you really don't you're just like so do you like um pussy and then that's it but ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of the what's your opinions podcast it is your two luxurious hosts actually here for once i don't want to feel like recording us like on the video so you are going back to we're going back to stone ages which we usually do but episode will be posted on youtube this is the what's your opinions podcast everybody and we are in person alex is live in my garage studio slash corner i feel like harry potter you know how they put his ass in the fucking under the stairs and shit? Yeah, I came, I literally got here from after two hours of fucking pounding mimosas. And we, that, still, we still got more drinking to do because oh the yeah. Cowboys, the Niners. The Cowboy today. Niners today breaking the fourth wall. It's a Sunday, so it doesn't have to put, so. Probably one of our earliest recordings. A long time. I think like, our earliest was Saturday because Kevin. A Saturday, yeah, Saturday recording to next Friday. So this is like second earliest. Second, second earliest. So yeah, we actually, I actually have time to do some stuff with it. Um. Like I said, we're not doing a video thing today, so we're just going to go um, and uh, have some fun. Yeah, but, now you can fuck with it a little bit more. Pull, pull some shit from it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can do a lot more. Uh, but other than that, ladies and gentlemen, we had a fantastic fucking Saturday. Talk about the NFC, the AFC. Talk about UFC. All the C's are in there. We talk about a lot of C's in here. You know, like, you know, when girls are like, oh my gosh, she's thick, but how many C's? I'm like, yo, dude, it's one C. It's not thick enough. But like, it's like two C's, we playing the game. Three C's are what that stomach looked like, though. It was, it was a great, <clears throat> great night of fights yesterday. Oh, it amazing was amazing. But kind of what had a bad taste in my mouth and kind of just represents kind of the whole event in general. Alex just kind of pointed out maturing is realizing Kobe Covington was right the entire time about Brazil. Go ahead, Go ahead, Kevin, take it away. I should have knocked him out. Brazil, you're a dog. All you filthy animals suck. I got one thing to say. Tyrell Woodley, I'm coming for you. If you don't answer the front door, I'm going to knock in. And I'm going to take what's mine. That was the bill. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, UFC 283 officially is under wraps. It's, under the, it's in the books. And they fought in Brazil. And the people that don't know, Brazil is one of the biggest fight capitals of the world. It really the, is. Host, it has had some of the greatest has some of the fighters. greatest fights we've Jose ever seen. Aldo. Jose Shogun Aldo. Who just also retired last night. Yes, Shogun. Anderson Silva. Just, they've, Damian Maia. Dude, Gilbert a, Burns. Um, Andrade. Uh, Jessica, Jessica Andrade. Andrade. Just so many different Brazilian fighters. And, man, I was really blown away at how great like they looked at it, they showed the stats like 92 percent of all ufc pay-per-views it had was at least one brazilian on there yeah. and I, I i was blown away by that i'm like i know there was a lot of brazilians in there because brazilian jiu-jitsu is starting to become kind of the meta in the ufc but and we'll talk about the crowd like we'll talk about the fucking l fucking crowd we've l ever crowd seen we had last night but before we even get to the ufc event um did you watch any of the football last night I didn't. My whole day yesterday was circled. Because you know me, I start early prelims and on when it comes to the UFC. Yeah. I go the whole fucking night, and that's exactly what I did. Yeah. I watched early prelims. I watched up until, uh, I, I watched, like, I think, like, the fork. I watched, like, an hour, like, after. I didn't watch all of the earlies. Even the early prelims. Great fucking fights. Amazing. There's some great knockouts. Oh, There's yeah. Some, even, oh, my, oh my God, were... bro. Talk about the fucking brothers, bro. What are yeah. they? The, what are their names? I don't know their names. Last names. My first time hearing about them. Yeah, one brother got a fucking flying knee knockout. The other guy got a uh, fucking guillotine. First, first minute in Guillot the first round, fucking guillotine, submitted, 
So those brothers, I'm sure, are feeling fucking high off the walls right oh, yeah. now. Um, dude, fucking the Hulk, bro. I think his name is Fierro or whatever. I don't know. Um, dude, he fucking surprised the shit. I mean, he's fucking huge, but dude, for him, to, I forgot who he knocked out. It was like the prelim. It was the it was the fight before Shogun. Oh, uh, there was the McKinney one. The flying knee knockout? No, 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 no. It was the fight before. Because Shogun was the feature prelim. The fight uh, the fight under it. I can look it up. Oh, uh, but yeah, there, there was a knockout. There was a really fucking just vicious fucking knockout. Uh, overall, though, it was a great night of fights. Uh, Figueredo, Moreno, exactly what we probably, exactly what we thought it was going to be. I feel like the biggest thing. Right here, uh, Bruno um, Fieria. Oh, yeah. Dude. That one. Dude, I was so Nasty. surprised. Dude, it didn't even, he, he just went like that, like kind of faked him out, and then just all of a sudden, Boom, just a straight. That shows how much fucking... His hands are fucking huge. Yeah. He's going to be a problem in middle way. I, I, middleweight. I will say his only downside to being a middleweight is his height. He's 5'9". Five 5'9". Nine. Five nine, that's, that's probably his only downside. Other than that, though, dude looked good. He took out a dude who was on a really good win streak. Um, hopefully, he's an undefeated fighter. Hopefully, he can keep that up. And we'll, we will have a very big problem as an undefeated fighter in the middleweight division. Oh, yeah. You got to start putting him his name in alongside of... Is he competing after, for the after top that, 10? After that, you know, because this dude, um, Gary Rodriguez... Is number 11? Not even ranked. Oh, but not he, even he, ranked. He was on the cut. Say he won this tonight, he would probably have gone to ranked fighter. But now you had a dude coming in, knocked out a dude like UFC that. UFC debut also. You say do, UFC debut, you're... Probably gonna see this dude and not like a high pro. You're not definitely he's not gonna get a ranked fighter, but you're gonna see him fight a uh, probably like a high prospect. High prospect. You're gonna see him fight a high prospect. I'll next. say this though, we might see him on a main card of a fight night probably in the next couple months. You probably will. You'll see him after that. You're definitely gonna, uh, with a knockout the way he just did. Yeah, you're 100 gonna see him. Oh yeah, I think uh, looking back to um, even like the Diego Moses one, I thought it was a pretty dominant one. It was. You know, Tiago Moises, the only reason why he's not ranked anymore is because Islam Makachev, you look where he's at now, mm-hmm. Islam Makachev took Tiago's ranking in the fucking, in the, in the division. Yeah. Where is that? Where are the brothers at? I can't find them. They, I think they were like an early pre Bonfim. Yeah, Bonf- was a TKO. Terrence McKinney. So that's one of them. And then his brother was after. So his brother was like on the, on the prelim card. Was he on the prelim card? Yeah. It's like, you see submission right there. Submission. Oh, right, right here, there, yeah. round uh, one. I, to be honest, I was really surprised at this. I didn't watch. I watched the brother one. I watched Ooh. when the main, uh, when the prelims started, not the early prelims. I just thought like, whoa, like it was a fast submission. Dude shot in. Dude shot. His opponent shot in kind of lazy, which led to that guillotine being caught. Which is like you know the dude didn't shoot a traditional double leg. He no. just kind of like rushed he, in and he, well he went high. Tackled almost kind of tackled. He him. he he went high. And I feel like once he picked his ass up, once he fucking his hand got into that position, I was like, "Ooh!" And it then all like, of a sudden he just fucking he and it was really crazy because he did drop him, and then all of a sudden he just turned and just fucking locked in the guillotine. I was like, "Whoa!" It was almost kind of like when Brendan shot and lays down Figueredo, mm-hmm. and figure the Figueredo had a tight. tight. It was but a tight I, I, guillotine. I feel, but I feel like at the time you look at the angle like with Brandon was, and we'll get to like actual main cards and stuff, but like just comparison. Brandon was already in the full mount. All he had to do was just lift his head up. But, but the thing was spot. Time- for a full for a guillotine, full mount is where you do not want to be. Well, I feel like too with the guillotine, if you're on full mount, then it's up to your legs to do the job because all you have to do is just push up and then bring your head up. But if it's locked in it's tight, rare. it's, it's the, really the rare. The way Fig had it, it was fucking tight. Everyone not named Brandon Moreno 
is is tapping to that. Uh, I think so. Moreno, I think kind of like he he got lucky. He found a way to get out of that. Because when I saw it initially locked in, he, I, he I said, to, Fuck. I was like, I was like, dude, he's fucked. He's fucked. And then I saw his head pop out and I was I like, I was fucking going, oh, I was going crazy. We, me and the guys, we were going crazy. We were fucking like, holy shit. He got out. He holy got out. fuck. Like, yeah. <clears throat> and but it, it was a good fight. Overall, overall, I just think the card was like A tier. It's A. It's an A plus. Like, way to start fight. off the year. It was a good fight. Overall, the card, I give that like an A. Like it's just how to kick off a year. It was good. The Brazilians the, who, had the, the Brazilians had that card locked in up until the two yeah main the two, fights. two main fights. But who would have thought, bro? Like we said, man, the fucking card looks bad. Like it doesn't look that good. You just add Glover to share and Jamal Hill, and it's just like this card. Now it's fucking, a great card. <laughs> it's a great card. Uh, overall, I just think it was. I thought it was really, really dope. Let's just like if we start off with the. And I was gonna make a, a TikTok about it. I was gonna make a video on it, but I decided, eh, not really. I don't feel like our crowd is like meant like for our TikTok audience. It's just kind of meant for cartoons and anime yeah. and kind of reviews on that. And I do talk about sports in there also. And we have I've I've gotten some great reactions with it too. But I just feel like you know what we'll we'll go away from the sports for a little bit. But I just feel like the first fight, Paul Craig versus John Johnny, uh, Walker. Johnny Walker, it set the tone. It set the tone. And to be honest, my thing is like Paul Craig is. What if you actually had some striking with you? You know, it's just like he was so, instead of bailing out on that leg. I don't know why he didn't fucking just let go and just let it be. His, he's such a jujitsu ace mm-hmm. that his mindset is, if I can get a leg and get him to the ground, I'm safe. But Johnny Walker just fucking Fuck. unloaded everything on him. We're just like, I'm not letting this dude get me to the ground. No, yeah. He, he really put it out there. And I just feel like with, I just feel like with Johnny Walker, now the new champ of Jamal Hill, this is really going to set the... The light heavyweight division, it's going to shoot up, The bro. division's more open now than anything because you still got guys like I, Ankalaev, Blahovich is there, I, Walker's there. Can't forget about the fucking champ, the, the actual champ. Um, fuck, I consider him the actual because he just vacated Brahatska. the belt. Brahatska. He's there. Like, the, there, there's a G- murder. You even throw Johnny Walker in that mix now. And also, the murder Alex, Alex Pereira. Fucking Glover even said it. He's like, I'm gonna train him up. He might just run the division for a while, and he might move up to fucking. You know, he has like because he was the light heavyweight division champion in Glory kickboxing. I just think like with, with, with all of that, like the division is wide open. I I don't consider like even then. I do with Jamal Hill impressed the living shit out of me with this fight, for the main fact that glover Teixeira is probably a top three in that division when it comes to textbook wrestling and just brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah like i feel like and you went up toe-to-toe he took him down once yeah he 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 took him down twice twice and it was just the hell was really good about getting back up his agility was insane he looked great last night and it was just the biggest question for me with hill was can he go 25 minutes? Because mm-hmm. none of his fights I left the fi- the first round. I think he averaged like six minutes in the first round. It was like, can he sustain five, five, 25 minutes at the pace that he likes to fight? Can I, he I think, do it? I think the other question with that too is how can he do with textbook wrestlers such as Glover Teixeira, who you can, like I said, and is he, considered a top he, three. He showed. He showed he can hang with that. It's just, I, you know, honestly, outside of Teixeira, it's just... It's gonna. It's a lot harder. Oh it's yeah, it's a lot harder because you got guys like Ankalaev who Ankalaev who who should have been the champion. Who should have been the champion? In my opinion, right now. he should have been the champion. I think he won rounds three through five convincingly. I just think you have. It was just math. It was. It, it was yeah. just math. There, there was no not foul controversy. Play. It's it was just, just like some judges gave those rounds a ten eight, 
and one guy gave it 10-9. So did they say that Ankle Ave lost? Not at all. It's just some judges thought it was a 10-8. I consider it, it a I, I, I consider it mostly like um, kind of like the Lomachenko versus Lopez fight. Like it should have been a draw, but it could have been to Lopez too. I don't believe it should have been a unanimous decision to um Teofimo Lopez. I just think it's like um what's it called? Lomachenko didn't win, but he definitely didn't lose either. Like I would have been like with the draw, I'm like, fuck, Uncle Ive should have won. But he didn't lose either, so I'm okay with that decision. And then it was weird because like neither of them really lost. No, I think I, if you look at like Bukovic, it, 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 it really it, was. It was. It's just, just like there was nothing honestly, like, oh, no. like the judges. Like yeah, you can almost say they did score right. It's just two judges felt like Ankalaev got a 10-8 in the last round. Yeah. Versus one judge, he didn't not score for Ankalaev. He just gave Ankalaev a 10-9. Yeah. So he still gave him that round. He just didn't. He just didn't like think it was like a ten eight round. Versus the other two, they gave him ten eights, and that's what led to the draw. Yeah, I mean, even with that, like I think Jamal Hill right now, I think he can bang with Jan Blahovic, and I think he can bang with Ankalaev. As good as Ankalaev is as a wrestler, we just literally showed how his agility and just his his momentum to just get off of the ground was pretty fucking yeah. good. I uh, the biggest my biggest take for Hill in this one, I think the gas tank is something he needs to work on. He was huffing and puffing in he, that fourth. He was weathered after that second and again, it is because he's never left the first round. And I think that's a lot of questions we have to ask with a lot of people like gas tank with like like yeah. names such as Connor. He doesn't really have that gas tank. Like and Connor's been so used to getting out of the second the getting out of the first round so relatively with ease and it's just like Nate Diaz came in and is like Oh, we're yeah. gonna have some fun. And I can I can take a couple this, punches and I'll take you to deep waters. Yeah, a lot of the guys in the light heavyweight division, they've gone the five rounds. Blahovich, he's gone the five rounds. Ankalaev, gone the five rounds. Praska, gone five, five rounds. And you know, Hill, this was his first time five round outing as and as well as he looked, it's not as well as a lot of these you're other fighting, guys that look. And it's like this, with and obviously with Clover retiring, you're fighting people around your age now. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. The age played a huge factor into this fucking fight. Played. And you know, and I and went, shout out to fucking Glover for just being, dude. I was so fucking hyped when they 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 had the fucking doctor. He's like, can you look and see whatever? He's like, I'm good. Let's fucking go, baby. I was like, this is that <laughs> motherfucker right there, bro. This man is built to fucking fight. And, and it's kind of a good thing he did retire because he even said in the post in the interview, he said, uh, he's like, he literally said. I'm too tough for my own good. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to him. Um, legend of the fucking legend sport. sport. We, we got him way too late, though, in the UFC because he had visa issues. Mm -hmm. it, say we had gotten him when he was, like, the man running it in Brazil. It would have been, like, him and John Jones would have been that combo. Him and John Jones fought a little too late. Mm-hmm. Hey, say we had gotten Glover 2013 five years earlier to their to their fight. Oh wow, five. Okay, so when did they fight in twenty? I don't know exactly what year they fought, but say we had gotten Glover just five years earlier with Jones, would have been that much crazier of a fight because Glover and, back in the day was just he was a motherfucker. Yeah, he, and this is another thing too. Someone I saw on on Twitter. They said this. Who's the guy that passed away? Anthony Rumble. Anthony Rumble. Someone said this on Twitter. He's like, "Yo, Jamal Hill has fucking power." But how fucking strong is Anthony Rumble to fucking knock out to Glover like that? Yeah. Like, and they just shouldn't, like, you know, rest in peace Glover to him. Knocked, Glover knocked him out. Gustafson knocked him out. Uh, but Gustafson was just kind of, like, just dropping fucking uppercuts on the oh, yeah. uppercut. But, you know, it's just, 
for Hill to do what he did, like he showed a lot of, and I, I, I'm looking forward to, I, I'm i looking forward to his title run. I want to see what he can really do. He's a guy I hope he, that. He basically, I hope he, I hope he, he won it. me over when he cried, bro. When he like, the, it was like kind of like with Brandon Moreno when he first won the belt. It's like, he like let it happen yeah. and then it just fucking sat. And it's just like, man, you can't. The, the guy came in as the number seven, not even top five, he came in as the and number rem- seven. And remember this, we talked about it when the whole, when the whole mm-hmm. uh, controversy came about with uh, Uncle Ive and them. We're like, who really deserves a shot? And I, we named him off. I was like, I don't think Hill deserves a shot at the moment right now. He didn't. He really, he did. But no one even in the top five deserved it. No. Hill was your only one on a winning, like a legitimate winning streak. And it was like, yeah, he's the guy who really does make a little bit of sense. But we even count him like, I don't think he beats Glover. Like, yeah, I didn't think he beat Glover. I didn't think so. I just thought. If anything, it's gonna come down to those fucking hands of his that are gonna put Glover to sleep. I think Glover was just gonna like we all like I yeah. love that term wrestle fuck. Like I thought I thought Glover was gonna wrestle fuck him. I was like, whoa, he took away Glover's biggest fucking weapon in his yeah. arsenal. And, and he, like, you, you, we were never able to count Glover because even those moments when Hill was like really pouring it on, Glover would out of nowhere just give him a nice fucking uppercut or just a fucking hook. Give him a fucking big ass bomb, and, and you saw Hill respond like, he was like boom. I was oh, like, whoa, shit. Fuck. Like, like yeah, know, like what the fuck just hit me? Yeah, and, you know, we'll talk more about that, but like, let's go to like the next one. I think, um, the biggest one was to me was the Jessica Andrade fight. She fucking murdered the shit out of this bitch for Leo, uh, for Murphy. Murphy looked like Red Skull from Captain America. At the I was, she, you know, what she looked like? She reminded me of what's the other bitch that got fucked up by uh, John Wei Lee. Uh, you wanna, you wanna, and check same thing. But my thing is this now, right? This has been my biggest thing because obviously she won Rose Nama Yunez before yeah. she lost. Well, she she's in she's not even in the same weight class as Rose anymore. Well, before Rose was yeah. in the was the champion, she beat Rose and then lost it to Jean Wei Lee. So my thing is this: how accurate she was and just how fucking dominant this was. If Jean Wei Lee didn't exist in that division, would Jessica Andrade still be champion? Possibly, because then you, because then you know there would there would have obviously been the potential for a Rose rematch. Because she, yeah, she beat Rose, but she beat Rose based on a slam, right? She slammed her, and she mm-hmm. Rose hit her head. She knocked her. She got knocked out. So yes, it's a knockout. It's a win. But you gotta think, how would that fight have looked? And if Rose that slam beat. Ever? And Rose fucking beat fucking. And then Rose came back after that, and then beat Andrade. Yeah. So it's like, what, what would it look like? You know, she's obviously in a different division. She's locked to Shevchenko. Murphy is locked to Shevchenko. I don't really know where this puts uh, Andrade. She, I think she should get the rematch with Jean Wei Lee. I think that's the one that makes sense at the moment. I don't want to see a Rose. Yeah, I don't want to see a Rose Jean Wei Lee three right it's now. It's just that Andrade won a fight in a different weight class against not even a ranked opponent in that weight class. I see, but you can't deny that skill. The skill that she was throwing I, I think fucking hands on her. I, she did show some interest in going back down. But again, I feel like if she does go back down, I don't think there's going to be a, a, a title fight there. I, if, if anything, I think we should make Shevchenko Wheelie. I've been saying this for like the longest time because like Amanda Nunes is on the top, the bottom two divisions, right? She's like the lightest. She's on the heaviest women's divisions. 35 I'm, and 45. I'm saying this right now, like, Shevchenko, Shevchenko, and, uh, Shevchenko, if Shevchenko can get two belts, they're never gonna. They're, if, they're no, gonna I'm saying fight. this to make this a action packed fight. Shevchenko, Jean Wei Li, whoever wins that, I think they should move up and put all belts and just go for a complete undisputed for the just for to have those titles, not defend them at all. 
But like, say Jean Wanley beats Shevchenko. Jean Wanley should move up to go fight Amanda Nunes for and just have all four belts on the line, just to fucking have it. Who's It'd be the a weird thing of like, you know, what do they weigh in at though? Because I think you would have a, I think you would have it Wanley as is significantly smaller than think, Shevchenko, and she is even smaller than. I think Nunes. you would have it in the yeah, middle. Wanley, she fights at one fifteen. I think you would have to go in the middle. I would say like 130, 135. I think you would have to her to move up that way and her to move down because it's already it's already a, a struggle for uh, for Amanda Nunes to even drop to one thirty. Like, has yeah. she even defended at one thirty five? Yeah. Who? who? Julian Pence. She took back the belt. Oh, she, okay. She took well, the belt back. So I'm saying this like at relative ease, she can make that weight. I would think so. I don't think she's ever had a problem weight cutting. I just don't think they would do a. Jump up like two weight divisions type. I'm deal. just saying like, that's what nor, I nor do, sure. I. nor do I think Whaley would even do that. I think Whaley's smart enough to realize I'm already smaller than Shevchenko. Yeah. Am I really gonna fight someone who's bigger than Shevchenko? Fucking bigger than me? <laughs> yeah. So, look at Amanda Nunes is a fucking. I say this all the time. Amanda Nunes is built like a fucking man. She's she's huge. Yeah. She is she's a big fucking woman who's a big bitch. And I think hits hard. And honestly, it hits harder than Wait. a lot of most women. Yeah. In fighting in the UFC, so I don't think Whaley would do that. I, I think the fight. If you want a super fight, you're going Shevchenko, Nunes three, and, and Whaley. You Shev- think that's the super fight to make right now? Shevchenko and Nunes have no interest in fighting each other. Shevchenko is already down. Two? Yeah, two. She's already done two fights in... But this is before Nunes. she became champion, though. While she was champion. When did she fight when she was champion? Well, so this she, is before, so like, she I, fought once, not as a champion, lost. Then they fought for Shevchenko coming up, trying to take the belt, lost. Oh, okay. So is so for, so for, so for Shevchenko, is there really a need... At least in her mind, is there a need for it? I think... I, I just think right now, like, Shevchenko... She's lo- I think she's gonna lose this year. I honestly believe she's gonna lose this well, year. She's fighting Alexa Gasso next, rumoredly. That's a chick that. No, who's the chick that almost? I think should have beat her. Santos. She's fighting Aaron Blanchfield next. I honestly think that's the fight to make again. I think that was a. I think uh, um, the chick that should have beat. Um, fuck, I'm going blank right now. I'm not even drunk. Uh, fucking what's her name? Fucking Shevchenko. I think she should have get a rematch. Winner of Santos and Blanchfield, you're gonna see fight Shevchenko. Fight Shevchenko next and. For Blanchfield, it is probably the best time for you to be trying to do this because Shevchenko, she I would say as of right now, she's on her downward in her career. Like mm-hmm. does she is she still the top bitch? Oh hell yeah. Hundred percent. But she's on the downward. You now. can see a lot of um a lot of holes. A lot of holes right now. And it got it and it got shown in Santos. Yeah, it I really showed. think and that's what I'm saying. I think she loses it this year. But it's like you know, I see the UFC looking at Blanchfield as like, okay, you just took out Molly. If you take out Tala Santos, you have to come, you have it, to throw in that situation. I think it's a little too soon still. I, I just think at the as of right now, like that how, division like, is how, stagnant. Like, like there's no, gonna, there's no there's be, no clear there's no clear person to take Shevchenko. I know, but you gotta say with Molly for too. Aaron, how oh. are you gonna beat Molly? Quote unquote, if you do, you beat Santos. I could see them jumping the young girl mm-hmm. straight to the vet in the champ, and I think you're gonna, and I think they may ruin Blanchfield. Then again, how do you slow cook it? Then she has to fight because what she uh, she say she beats say Blanchfield beats Andrade or Murphy. That's the same weight division, right? Andrade or Murphy? I think Andrade would be the better. I think Andrade and her would be the better matchup because I don't see Andrade fighting again. 
I think San- the winner is Santos and Blanchfield. I know for a fact is going to be the next title fight, as mm-hmm. much as I don't want to be, mm-hmm. that it will be the next one. But I, if if I'm thinking for myself, I would like to see the winner of that fight fight the winner. I would like to see the winner of that fight fight Andrade, because then that fight shows. Okay, now who do we really give Shevchenko? But it's interesting because Andrade did express some interest in dropping back down mm-hmm. to the lower to strawweight again. I think again, I, I, like I said, like to just cap it off. I think Andrade looks. Amazing. I think she looked again against a fighter that's not ranked, but at the same time, Andrade really showed yeah. she's still a fucking powerhouse in that division. And you know, for Whaley, we have no idea what's next. We don't even know in that division who's really next. I haven't really seen a book strawweight fight in a while. No, because Carla Sparza clearly didn't. Carla Sparza may have been the worst champion in that division. I've been the worst champion. Like, you won it off of Rose Namajunas because you went, won it, lost it, won it, lost it, and it's like it, it, it's like it's with the Rose Namajunas fight, the one that she won it first. I'm like when she won it before fighting Zhang Wei Li, it's just like you only landed like ten more punches than fucking Rose. That's all you did to win that yeah. fight because obviously that fight was a fucking snooze fest. Yeah, there was nothing good that happened. And I was like, I'm like, if Zhang Wei Li's getting the shot, I like I immediately told my dad, I'm like, oh dude, this fucking China's gonna fucking fuck her up. Yeah, my dad didn't want her win just because she's Chinese. He's like, fuck the commies. <laughs> That's what was my dad like. That's what my dad's like. Oh, this chick's Chinese, you know, American or you know, American. But I was like, oh, fuck that commie bitch. You know. <laughs> I just think, but, shout out to Felipe. Come to the podcast. Um, um, but I know, just think like with with like with Zhao Weili, she's a bad bitch, bro. Like I liked her since she fucking she, since her debut. But my dad was just like this. My dad loves Rose Namajunas. He fucking loves her. She's a great fighter. I she's just fucking like, humble as fuck when too. It comes to, when it comes to Rose, though, she has such a mental block. Like, if she has a mental block on a night she needs to fight, you're not going to see the best Rose. No. But if she is clear-minded, ready to go, has that mindset Fucking of... Fucking with her, Zhang Weili won. And two. That, have that mindset of, like, I'm I the am the best, best in the world, you're going to see the best picture-perfect she, Rose she's, in the world. Rose Nami Yunez, when she's in the mindset of, I'm the greatest in the world, she's legitimately, like, fucking Jordan Game 6. She's the greatest. She's fucking amazing. But if the, the slightest bit of cloud is in her mind that night, you're not going to see the best Rose yeah. at all. But I still, like, night, Doug. I still like Doug Rose. I still love her. I, I I would really love to see her keep that mindset and keep that streak going. But it's just, and no shitting on her in any aspect, but she has openly admitted she does suffer from anxiety, depression, yeah. and it does weigh on her I, a lot. I, I just, I, I, with stuff like that, it's like, yes, you got to take time off. Like that thing with like people were shitting on Ryan Garcia for basically taking two years off before he came back. Was like men, like mentally, like even with Adrian Broner, um, he's another. I can't say he's a big draw, even though he's gonna have a big fight next month. I think it's like on your birthday, uh, not on your birthday, oh, yeah, the day before your birthday. It's like the same fight as Jake Paul, same time, same day as Jake Paul. People were like, he was supposed to fight last year, but he said like mentally, I'm just not there. I'm gonna pull out of my fight. I respect everyone. Was like, oh shit, man, you know, like it's okay, man. Take your time, woody woo. And everyone's like, where was the fuck was this same energy for Ryan Garcia? And I don't like Ryan Garcia whatsoever. And we'll talk about him too. But at the same time, like mental issues take a huge part into like a fighter's fucking thing. Like it's a big thing of psyche. Like if you're not fucking feeling it, bro, like fuck, like you're not feeling it. Like there's times where really we go through some shit. Like when I don't, when I feel like I have a shitty fucking day, that day is fucking shitty. And there's like nothing I can get out of it. And like, say like, I'm a fucking boxer and I have fucking anxiety. Like, fuck, it's really fucking playing on me. Especially with these young boxers, too. It's like 
and Ryan Garcia there, and Ryan there's, Garcia. There, there's so he's much so young. There's he's so much expectation, money, fame, expectations. It weighs on you, like regardless. Like say, like, like I'm saying, like Kurt Cobain. That dude, you go from a fucking loner, a loser. You're shot up in the fucking limelight, all that shit, and you know it gets to you. Like, do these people really like me for me? Am I really good? Like, that's a big expectation just for anybody to just fucking sh- it's me to just shoot up. You know, like to shoot up. Like with Ryan Garcia, it was just. I belong to one of the biggest promotions in, in he's boxing. He's got fast tracked. He, he he got pushed too fast, too soon. And at the but at the same time, you have to look at his fights. I don't think he's fought anybody good. He hasn't. And, and but you, you know, look at Tank Davis. Tank Davis, I think the last since COVID, I think he's fought some of the best talent. You guys can say what he want. You can say what you want. He fought Leo Santa Cruz. Leo Santa Cruz is winning that fight. Knocked him, knocked him the fuck out. He moved up two weight classes to fight Mario Barrios. And Mario Barrios was winning up until the seventh round. Knocked him out. He fought Raleigh Romero. Raleigh, say what you want with Raleigh. Raleigh has hit him a couple times. He even had a fucking welt on this fucking top of his forehead. Knocked him out, and Raleigh was a top contender. I think he was like a top 15, top 20. And you looked at Hector Garcia. We both had Hector Garcia winning that fight. And he still won. Like, to me, Tank's resume is leaps and bounds better than Ryan's. And I can see why Ryan went through, like, the depression and shit like that. Because... People do talk about that, like, oh, well, who have you really fought, or how, how can you justify you being a top ten? And I don't think he's a top ten when you fight bums. And I think it's the stat padding and stuff like that. Um, continue my thing with Ryan real quick. Um, say what you want, like, with thing. I'm gonna go get myself something to drink. Uh, yeah. So with with Ryan, it's just a whole fact of like one fast track too soon. Um, he, he hasn't fought anybody, and I think for the the big fact of that is like they see potential in a young. And a young, pretty face. They see someone with the undefeated record. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna try and pat him as much as they can for this. But now it's gotten to the point where Ryan can't not fight these top guys because it's like if you keep on fighting these guys who aren't ranked, you just keep patting your record. You're just gonna be known as the guy who beats up nobodies. And so now th- Ryan's at the point where it's like, dude, you you gotta start taking these these higher up fights because what else is there for you if you don't take the, these higher up fights? And, you know, I, I would, you know, and say Ryan beats Tank in this in this fight. Oh, well, Ryan has to get past this fight in next month? Uh, next week. Next week. Ryan has to get past this to even get to Tank. Yeah. And say Ryan beats this dude. Okay, you have a little bit more of a story build and everything like that, but... This is good. For, for Tank, it's just, you know, like I was just saying, for Ryan... You know, they see the opportunity in a young, pretty face in the boxing community. Well, you look at Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, exactly. Look at Oscar De La Hoya. Undefeated, young, good-looking kid. You got to admit, he's a good-looking kid. Oh, he's a good-looking guy. You know, and it's I just... I let him fuck me if I was a chick. <laughs> and at this point, it's just like, yeah, they've... I think they've gone the padding route. I think that's what a, a lot of young... Too long. I they, think they, they did it a little too long with him. It's like they, they didn't do it. They, they, they just kept on giving him... Well, I more think padding, with, more padding, more padding. It's a lot of it's a lot of stat padding. You look at a lot of these fighters. You look at like fighters like say like Lomachenko. I feel like Lomachenko really, as much as I like him, I'm a big fan of Lomachenko. I don't think Lomachenko fought a lot of big talent. Like his amateur record, I think it was like three hundred and one. Like he was fucking ridiculous in amateurs and a great promoter. Like that's what drove him to be one of the fastest young, fastest champions in the lightweight division, and. What made him so feared is that, yeah, a lot of fighters are 
I, I could say he did fight a lot of leftovers. Like, uh, with when, after he lost against Teofimo Lopez, he fought both of Teofimo Lopez's leftovers and fucking schooled them. And those Nakatani was a top 10 at the time. He was number 10. And then Richard Comey was number nine. So, yes, they're still top 10 talents, but they got beat by the guy yeah. at that time. But for Loma, it's like you almost kind of do. You almost need to get that, get that, get that ring experience back again. Oh, yeah. I think just, just even though you don't need the ring experience, it's like just get that the fucking tune flow, the tune up. Like, see how you move, you know, even though these guys may have lost to the guy doesn't disregard that the fact that they're still top tens, they're still top tens, they're still top. And Richard Comey had caught Loma like twice in that fight. And I was like, whoa, this is my, this might be, and like Nakatani, uh, like you look at, and even Nakatani, Nakatani gave fucking Teofimo Lopez a tough time until, until until, um, it happened. I think we're just, uh, a lot of these young fighters, it's that. And I do think it's a lot to play with, like, ment- mentality. Like, yeah. yo, like, say, like, with Tank. Or not Tank. Like, say with Ryan Garcia. Let's say this fucking guy that is just fighting puts fucking hands on him. Now it's going to be like, dude, if this dude's putting fucking hands on me, what the fuck is Tank going to do to me? Yeah. And I do think, I still think that fight's going to be 50-50. But you look at, I, I can't really say with, like, Ryan. I, I don't have a distaste for him. I have a distaste for De La Hoya and when he's fucking handling it. Because you sent me the tweet. Where it's like, I haven't got a contract, you got till Monday. And then, literally an hour later, he was complaining about, like, did you You didn't watch the KSI fight, right? No, I didn't. Did you watch the highlights at all? I didn't watch anything. I know he knocked out face temper, but... Dude, motherfucking Salt Poppy, bro. That fucker has hands. I haven't heard anything about Salt Everyone's like, oh, Salt Poppy versus Jake Paul. <laughs> I fucking... I do it. Jake Paul, I think Jake Paul would knock him out. But probably, yo, probably would knock him out. I would love to see... That's some shit I would like to see, but Delo Hoya said on a tweet... Because um, uh, he said on a tweet saying, oh, when can we get back to real boxing? I'm like, motherfucker, you're the guys that are holding us back. He's like, we're not getting these fights anymore. Why do you think the YouTubers are taking this scene over now? Because shout out to fucking DAZN and Misfits. They signed like a eight, like they signed like a four year deal for boxing. And that's all because and I think with the KSI route, like. KSI and Jake Paul is eventually going to happen. I think it's going to happen this year. Eventually down. Well, you I know, think it's going to happen this year. I think it'll be a summer fight. You think summer fight? I think so. Um, I just think it's this. You look at how Jake has handled his boxing career and how KSI has. And yes, KSI has fought a real boxer. He was a bad boxer, but he came back and redeemed himself. He did really good. Um, I just think when you handle yourself, KSI didn't have to play the villain role. Yeah, talk no, some shit, didn't. but sell a fight. He sold out a fucking big ass arena in fucking in the UK. Jake Paul to me has yet to sell out. I think besides the Tyron Woodley first fight in Miami, that sold out. He has yet to grab the crowd like KSI has. And yes, I get it. UK people they ride and fucking die for their people. Yeah, they do. But he still like I think their pay per view numbers are about to release, and it's rumored that they they're doing almost three hundred thousand. 300,000 and he hasn't promoted shit and he's not on some big network. I still think the zone is such a, a small network for what they have and the fighters that they do have like Canelo, you know, he does his numbers when he was on there. Like with Jake Paul, like I still don't believe Jake Paul has made over a million pay-per-view buys, not even maybe 500,000 at most. I still think he averages around 200,000. KSI has been gradually making numbers and I think and you look at that, it's the good versus bad. Jake is going to yeah. sell himself as the bad guy. KSI is 
the you know like the gift from God for everybody, and everyone's gonna be rooting for that. Like that fight to me, that would be a big super fight that I I might be willing to pay for. It'd be a good you know for sure. Like if we try and go like our secret site route, watching that fight. Yo, was it? Did you Wait, use it? Did you use it? I used it yesterday. Yeah. Was it fucking with you? No, not really. It was fucking with me all. It kept fucking pausing with me. I was like, what the fuck are we doing today? During the main event, there was some choppy moments, but there wasn't anything like I just, where, where we missed like significant, like, significant like moments. Sec- seconds. Uh, I just think like with the site that we use, man, I just think like it's fights like that where it's just like everyone's going to be wanting to use that site. And that's where like, you know, I buy certain ones. I buy certain. Like, this, like, last, certain like yesterday's. Wouldn't have bought it. Not, not to shit on anyone, but like, you know, I knew for a fact, I was like, I'm not paying money for this one. It, ne- it ne- next month, it's just like, it's, I just feel like there's certain fights where it just gravitates towards you. Like Glover Teixeira, legendary fighter. I'm sorry, but I'm not really wanting to buy that. Next month though. Makachev Volkanovski, I'm going to have to buy that. Oh uh, yeah. Like legitimately you can't have problems. Like those are the type of fights where it's like, I don't want any problems with like nothing. Like if, if Conor McGregor comes back this year, Buying I have it. to buy it. Yeah. Like John Jones in March. I buy, have to buy, buy that it. one. Oh, dude, I can't, I'm, I'm giving I, you a half. I'm I, giving you a half because we're going to be watching that. I can't rely on the site for John Jones and God. I yeah, cannot do I cannot. it. Because I know that, because supposedly it's supposed to have Shevchenko on it. It's supposed to have Nunes on that card. And so it's like, I cannot rely on the site mm-hmm. for that card. I can't do it. Yeah. Oh, but man, uh, dude, this the, the way they kicked off this year with the UFC, I am so excited to see what UFC has in store for us. Even with boxing. Like, we're starting to get a lot of those bigger fights now. But, like, back to the whole, like, De La Hoya situation like for him to even say like oh dude I don't have a contract I'm like nobody can get mad at Tank this is the one thing where it's like it's not on Tank's fault whatsoever he just didn't like the contract that he was probably given the first time because because you can't blame Mayweather you can't blame anybody but Ryan or or um Oscar De La Hoya why because Mayweather is no longer a part of Tank Davis Tank Davis left Tank Davis is on his own he is doing his own thing now because for the longest time I feel like, uh, I feel like Mayweather with Tank. Obviously, Tank was his prized fighter. Obviously, and there was no one under, um, you know, Mayweather promotions that was anywhere close to him. He treated him like a son, and he did it like all the. He was like the son. He's like the the proud dad that does yeah. all the talking. Because you look at the post fight interviews, Tank doesn't really do a lot of talking. Mayweather does it, and they said, and obviously the bigger question: When do you think a Ryan Garcia fight will come in place? Mayweather stopped him and said, we're not fighting anybody that's not under Mayweather promotion at the moment. So stop asking us about it. Whatever. And Tank looked like he really wanted to get that fight. And this is about the Mayweather route. Because Mayweather went, Mayweather was with Al Heyman until he went to his own. Yeah. And made his own shit. And I think like, and with Mayweather, it's a little bit more lenient because he can make his fights that happen. Because obviously he was the guy. Yeah. With Tank, it's just like, I'll just get I and my thing is this I think a lot of people should go with the independent route which is get me a badass lawyer I have the money to fight send the contract and if no one wants to deny that fuck it's not on me they're denying it and I feel like with the Oscar De La Hoya thing is Oscar is trying to save Ryan in ways of possibly losing his best guy and second trying to protect Ryan and I do think it's a 50 50 I still think Ryan Garcia has a big chance to win, and I still think Tank has a big chance to win. Yeah. I just think if you take away Ryan's speed, he's not that good of a boxer. Like, I, I think he's decent. Uh, but with Tank, it's like you take away the power, he can outbox the shit out of you. But at the same time, he gets hands put on him. Yeah. Ryan Garcia's speed puts fucking hands on Tank. We might see Tank go down. 
It's it's gonna be interesting. You know, the whole the back to the thing you just pointed made the whole independent route. Yeah. It goes hand in hand with boxing and MMA, specifically the UFC. There is very few fighters who handle independently. Yeah. Most I think what no, Sean O'Malley Sean O'Malley's independent. Mm-hmm. The Sean O'Malley deals with Sean O'Malley. And you know, Conor McGregor, of course, deals with Conor McGregor. At this point, I know Dustin does his own thing. Dustin Part, he does his own thing. Mm-hmm. Um but a lot of guys, they're all they are under managers, and I feel like that is a big reason why a lot of fighters don't get what they deserve out of it because it's like managers. Maybe the managers aren't pushing hard enough. Maybe the managers just kind of take the, oh, you're giving me this, hey dude, you, you, this guy, just just fucking sign it. We're gonna run with it. Yeah. And O'Malley has done, it's it's in part of one the UFC's dealing with O'Malley. Where did they pat him for a little bit? A little bit. Hundred percent. But look where that padding has gotten him, and he also manages himself. Yeah, O'Malley doesn't. He, he, o- O'Malley like takes what he knows. He can either he can, win or he could challenge it. And I think it's with O'Malley, like since he is going to be like independent in this whole situation, I just feel like there's. I do have my issues with O'Malley. I think he's good, but I feel like he kind of just kind of. I feel like we're gonna he, see. He shut what, me up when he fought uh, Pyotrion, and you know, in his next fight. We might even get shut up even more because his next fight, I, it's I know he wants it. It's not going to be a title fight. O'Malley's next fight is one hundred percent gonna be the winner of Cheeto and Sanhagen. It's one hundred percent gonna be the winner. And say Ooh. and say he beats Cheeto or Sanhagen, we, we all gotta shut the fuck up. It's the same thing with like, and this is the same we, thing we with like, shut Jake, up. Like he it's just, the same thing with Jake Paul. Like with Jake Paul, like you're fighting Tommy Fury now. This is. You're fighting a real boxer, and uh, dude, oh my god, did you see that Joe Rogan episode? I forgot who yeah. was the one he's on that dude, shut the fuck up. Portnoy? Port- I hate Portnoy. He knows nothing. It was, I, I think I told you about it. Portnoy was like, oh, Tommy is not even a good boxer. Tommy's a has-been boxer. I was like, look, is Tommy an amazing boxer? No. No. But look at the way this fucker boxes. Yeah, it's not even, he's not even, he's not even a, a spectacular boxer. This is a... Boxer. Boxer. He belongs to one of the biggest boxing families. So like, he, and the thing is this, and he even said this, well, if Tyson Fury wasn't there, like, if Tyson Fury wasn't related to him, would he even be a thing? Joe Rogan said, probably not, but he's still going in the ring and he's still showing out. Like, yeah. what is the, and then him telling Pornoy to, like, to shut the fuck up. Like, and just watch. And just be like, dude, look at the way he's fighting. He's like, what, what's the record of the dude before? I'm like, dude, he's fucking fighting people. Every, every boxer, every, every MMA fighter starts out like that. Yes. Everyone. Like, everyone you, starts every, out. Act, people act like all these stars just fucking came and been spectacular. Sometimes, but sometimes then you, they do. Some, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they take time. the padded route. Yes, where it's like, hey, I'm gonna fight a guy who's five and twenty, just just to get the fucking experience. experience. You need the experience. You need to know one: can I get hit? Can, can I take, I take it? a hit? And can is my can I go the distance? Up? Can I go the distance? And you know, so and, and that's the thing we have to give Jake Paul. Like, yes, you're fighting <laughs> these guys. But there are so like it's not say this Tommy Fury Jake Paul right we're all, we're on that trajectory. Tommy Fury has beaten boxers, but our question is can Tommy Fury take a big punch because no one's really punched him big. Jake yeah. Paul has some power to him. Jake Paul has power. Can you? He's gone the he's gone the distance. He has the cardio. He can do a lot of things. The thing is though, I don't think he has a lot of knockout power. But Jake Paul, it is just a fucking list. You've gone the distance, but can you go the distance with someone that can pressure you? Can you can you take a big hit? They would Tyron Woodley a little bit. Can you 
Can you put up big combinations? Can you go toe-to-toe with someone that's willing to fucking go bang with you? There's so many questions with Jake Paul, but say he fights him. Say say this fight is actually a thing and he goes yep. the distance and wins a, a decision or a knockout. It's not that we have to shut the fuck up. It's just that... A little more notoriety. We give him some notoriety and say he goes a different route and beats another boxer. We need to shut the fuck and up. The Jake is, Paul, is, let him cook. Is, is after Tommy Fury... Hey, you fought a legit boxer. We yeah. got, we, we, we got, we got to give you, we got, we got to give you props. You, now. you give you your flowers. We got to give you props. And don't get me you wrong. Like with Jake, he takes the sport very fucking seriously. Like you could see his progression when he first fought, like yeah. oh, under his brother, like on those undercards with him. He didn't know what to do. He's putting up the movement. He has all that stuff. Like I give Jake Paul the respect of you've really taken this sport seriously. You have like same thing with like Logan Paul. Like I don't think Logan Paul took boxing seriously when he fought Mayweather. Like it's very sloppy. He does whatever. Jake Logan Paul could, hasn't taken it seriously. Jake is the one who's legitimate. Like I'm, I want to box. Yeah. I want. I want to. You know who knows? Shout and out to Mike's hard. Uh, it's the Mike's harder ones you drink. Harder. What, how many is this? Contains alcohol. That's cool. How many percent is this? I think those ones are seven. Eight. Eight. There you go. Um, Black Cherry, shout out to you. Can you guys sign the check? Speaking of a check, shout out to AGS, guys. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that later, but continue. Um, So back to the whole thing of like, you know, independent thing. I feel like that's why Francis failed in his negotiations. I think Francis just needed somebody to advise him. So from what I heard from listening to podcasts, you know, who knows if this Did is... Did you watch his actual video? Yeah. But who knows if this is a good word from mouth. So Brendan Schaub was friends with... The manager. The manager of Francis Ngannou. Mm-hmm. So when Brendan Schaub got the word that Francis had been released, all this stuff, you know, Brendan Schaub immediately texts the manager thinking he's still Francis' manager. Like, hey, dude, what happened? Manager responds saying, I don't know. Francis got rid of me. How long ago, though? He said at least two, three months prior to this renegotiation. Oh, wow. From what the understanding is right now, Francis walked in there into the office against the UFC alone. Mm. Tried to go everything alone. And it's like, dude, you're not that guy. You're, you're not that guy. You're not dude. that guy, Bob. You're not that guy. You're, you're not an O'Malley. You're not a Jones. You're not a Connor. You're not a, you're not someone who brings in like they, they don't, they don't look at like how I had been saying for the longest time. Cause I remember even at one point before I really laid down the knowledge of you to, to you, you at one point were like, Oh, Francis is a, is a huge name for them. And I'm like, He's not. You got to think about it. Is he one of the greatest knockout artists? 100%. But at the same time, he doesn't even hold the knockout staff for, no. for the heavyweight division. Is he a big draw? Not at all. So he went into this. Do, hey, I will 100% always back the guy who wants to bank on himself. He oh, tried yeah. to bank on himself. He tried to shoot for the stars. Hey. And he fell, though. And now he's stuck in this thing where he's like rumored to be going to PFL. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're, I'm sorry. You're not going to make the money and I was in just, the PFL. I was, talking about this with my, I was talking about this with my uncle because like obviously uh, Sunday, the fucking Buffalo Bills is getting their fucking asses handed to them right now. By the time this comes out, this will be old fucking news. It's, <laughs> real news. it's, it's 24-7 right now. Fucking Cincinnati. Yeah. Joe, it, fucking Joe Shicey's putting it, uh, put on a show for them. But I said this, like especially more with basketball. Um, It's more... With UFC, it's more of the company than the fighters. It's always been that way. I feel like with football, or I'll say with ba- with basketball, 
It's player centric than the owners. Yeah. If say this like Francis, Francis, we hey, we can respect him, dude. You're a fucking animal in the fucking ring, but you have shown this bad light where it's just like just fucking fight. And I get it. You want to get paid. You want to do this stuff. But, but you, you're not fighting. You're, you're not fighting. You're not. I don't think anybody would be complaining. Like, say, let's just say this. Say he fought. When he fought, he fought last year in the summer, right? Summer. He fought at the beginning of the year last. Okay, year. he fought at the beginning of the year. So let's say he defended the title twice last year, right? No he injuries pr- or anything. He probably, he probably and he had said, a let's more. say he, he would be getting pay per view points. He would be getting three, four, five million dollars a fucking fight just to fight. And everyone was complaining. I saw Ryan talk. I was like, how do boxers make more? It's the negotiation part. And like obviously, but then again, these fighters don't even get a touch of pay per view. Like they just get pay per view points. Like oh, say I think um, Mighty Mouse kind of said he's like oh, I wasn't getting pay per view points like a Connor. Connor McGregor was getting like a five times pay per view points for every pay per view. He gets five. He gets like five dollars for every pay per view. You know, and the thing is for Demetrius Johnson, and it holds true. Much as I love him, he's boring. He was not a draw. He was not. He wasn't a draw for me. I loved watching him. He was amazing. But do, but do. But you look at how do the Henry Cejudo shop, sold, him, sold himself. Do the people shopping in Safeway know who Demetrius Johnson is? Probably not. No. Do the people know who Conor McGregor is? Yeah. 100%. You can mention, you put it this way, you can mention Conor in any kind of conversation. Either it's someone's like, that's the UFC fighter or, yeah. oh, so I've seen him I fight. Know him. It's like, I know who he is. You look at Demetrius Johnson, like, do you know who Demetrius Johnson is? No. no. It's just a regular fucking. Black dude, I don't know. Like, shit. Where does he work? Taco Bell? Uh, Taco, yeah, exactly. Where does he work? Fucking whatever. And I feel like with Francis, like, this puts, like, a, such a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths where, yeah, you're rumored to go to PFL. How many of those actual people want to see you? Yeah. No one even knows. Especially in the super fight division, which I think it's going to fail. Tr- badly. It's going to fail. It's, it's going to fail. They badly. don't have people to find that. You know, and another thing is, too, is people always go, like, oh, the UFC doesn't allow people to be sponsored. You One, you're fucking wrong about that. So many fighters have sponsorships. The only thing with the UFC is they don't allow them to you can't, represent them. You can't advertise it on your shorts like you used to. Yeah, you could be sponsored by as Brandon many Moreno fuck- got the fucking bag for fucking OnlyFans. You can be sponsored by a million fucking outside. You just can't advertise them in the octagon. Same thing with when the boxing. It's like, dude, do you know how much OnlyFans is dropping for fucking boxers? To just promote them on their the front of their shorts, yeah, and, and that's million it. fucking dollars. Just to still, hey, you get your ass beat. We're still getting paying you a million dollars, and you, that's something that's crazy. That's Someone the only put difference. it. That's, that's the that's the only difference. It's, it's the, the only they, difference. They, 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 they just they can have a sponsor. Like it's not our fault. You can't market yourself. That's not our that's not our fault. It's your it's your job to market yourself. Yes, even you get sponsored by like Monster or fucking what's the shoes they wear now. They're uh, the Rock's brand or Rock's brand of shoes, and then Venom. Which is weird because like Rock is still Rock is partnered with Reebok, so technically Reebok is still in the UFC through Rock. Yeah, and but it's like so they can have sponsorships. You just can't represent them. There's nothing in their contract that says you can't have sponsorships. I think that's where people get wrong. Where it's just like, oh well, they're not allowing them to get money. Sean O'Malley's made millions of dollars, and he's only and he makes fucking shit dollars in the UFC. And and you know and you gotta think it's like, are these fighters? Investing their money right. That's the biggest thing. Like you look like, at Conor there, McGregor. There's like so many Conor McGregor hasn't. Have... Conor McGregor hasn't even fought in what a year? And he's two fine. Years? He's doing. He has businesses. Yes, he has investments. And that's the Twelve these... is making millions of dollars, and he doesn't even own it anymore. Yeah, he's made sixty million off a fucking brand that he made a year before selling it, and it made millions of dollars. I tasted that, by the way. It's an all right. It's really good. It's really good. Um, but again, like it's like take um Eric Anders for. For example, do you even know who Eric Anders is? No. He's a UFC middleweight. Not even ranked. 
doesn't complain about Monday because he doesn't complain about money because you know what he did? He invests everything in real estate and flipping. And he openly said on Joe Rogan's podcast, oh, you know, I see all these guys bitching about money. What the fuck are you doing with this money? Exactly. You're going out and you're spending it on Rolexes and cars. Why not invest in your future? He, he invest was, into some fucking assets. He was just like, is my future set? Yeah. He, he was like, I ain't no top 15 fighter. But my future is set because I have been smart with my money. Like, say this. Like, uh, has he got like, any bonuses? He's got bonuses, but again. But no, no, like, what are the, like, 50,000 bonuses, right? 50,000 bonuses. Okay, but that's enough to even put down on a fucking house and rent it out. Oh, I, own, I, I can put this down on a house. I can rent it out. Those so motherfuckers we, are making the money for me, and I live in my own house. And that's the thing with, like, so property and equity and do. all that. There's so much stuff they can do. The law firms just won't. And look at Brandon Moreno. Brandon Moreno... Lego should be fucking sponsoring his ass for what he's been fucking showing for him. And it's like, you know, even fighters who aren't household names, but the ones that we know. Yeah. Still can make money. You never see them complain about money. I, I just think it's this, like, I'm kind of with the fans. I get it. The fighters don't want to complain because they are in the biggest situation they could possibly be in. I'm just, my opinion is, I don't think I should get my face smashed in or just fight for $12,000. That's That's going to make, that's going to possibly go I'll tell you this right now no UFC fighter right now makes about makes twelve thousand I'm talking like on a pay-per-view standpoint like they make they make twelve thousand guaranteed no what do they make a lot of uh, even some of the prelim fighters are making at least fifty to sixty all right then even then if you're complaining about fifty sixty thousand I don't even make fifty sixty thousand you fucking complaining about you making you're making a fight let's say someone fights four times a year let's say someone's super active you're getting fifty K a fight and you're complaining about money. I'm sorry. You're just bad at spending. Yeah. And you know, another that's thing enough to buy it. That's is, enough for a down payment for under, a house. You got to understand. UFC is only 30 years old. Very young. This is still a young company. Of course. Like, yes. Do they have a lot of money? 100%. Billions of dollars. But, worth. Do, they, but do they have enough money to sustain a business plan to go that 50-50 route. That's the dumbest thing Jake Paul said. Like, they should go 50-50 with the fighters. Do you not That's know how... That's not a sustainable business Do you plan. not know how fucking... Inve- do you not know investors? Like, do you think the UFC alone has no investors? There are so many investors they have to pay back. And say you do get 50% of the fighters. Say they make a billion dollars this year, right? Like, say they made... A, like, they're going to make well over a billion dollars. They made a billion dollars. 500000 That's enough for you to sustain enough to get to go book venues, to go do all this stuff. They said to just put the lights on at MGM, it's five, almost half a million dollars. That's not even counting concessions that you have to pay for, the tickets um, the tickets, and the managers you have to, say, to sign off those tickets. I think for MGM, like, I think boxing wise for the mgm like i think you uh i think may no mayweather doesn't fight there uh, i forgot who fought at mgm out of their own pockets they had to pay like at least almost 10 mil and they barely made that money back yeah and, and that's the thing the business plan i don't think jake paul truly understands like even with the pfl thing with the super fight division the, we're giving 50 percent of the fighter like 50 percent of the earnings to the fighters when it comes to the pay-per-view buys yeah that's cool but again what you, but for the pfl you what, got, are your, what are your pay-per-view buys going to look like? Exactly. If you're making 22000 no, one no one's paying is. $80. No one's paying fucking $80, because that's the going price now for pay-per-view. No one is paying $80 to watch no names. And if they are, that's because they, they want to be quirky and different, and they want to just, you know, f- this is the new guy I want to watch. And say that does 10000 buys. Let's just say it does shit, and it does 10000 buys. Does the PFL have enough to sustain to give half of that to their fighters? Not at all. Exactly. And that's what... do it. And I get it. You, you're, and this is like where boxing is like... There's a purse bidding on it. Like you do half-half. Like or sometimes like Tank Davis last fight... 
he went 60-40. He got the 60%, the guy got 40% of the pay-per-view buys. So I think he ended up walking away with like 5 mil, which is crazy. And then you look at him and Raleigh. Him and Raleigh went 50-50. But they still have to pay the fee to the pay-per-view people and Showtime. Because they have to host it. Yeah. So how much more did they really walk away with? Well, Tink walked away with um, 4.9. Yeah. Raleigh walked away with 2.6. It was crazy. You know, the, the UFC, their champions are just now starting... To make money. To get that over-the-mill, close-to-two-mill thing. Because it's like... It, it's, it's again, 30 years they've only been around. Yeah. They've only been around Imagine for what they years. were making 20 years ago. Fucking nothing. They, they could. like at the, You know, the UFC... But it's with the sponsorships. The, the UFC sold, when they did sell, they sold for $4 billion. As of right now, the UFC is, is appraised at about $10 billion. Well, that's because, because Disney no, Disney didn't buy them out. They just um, they just do their deal they, with they ESPN, did, right? Deal with it because Disney owes ESPN. ESPN is the deal with UFC. And you know, everything is with the, everything is dealt with the big mouse, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and. People don't understand where it's like, hey, let's pay our fighters more. Cool. Let's pay the fighters more. But at the end of the day, we're going to be paying more for tickets. We're going to be paying more for Charging more. Same thing with, same thing with we're, inflation. We're going to be paying more for everything. If you want to pay them more, cool. Let's pay them more. But realize. We're going to have the fans. It's, it's at the cost month, of the fans. In a month or two, we're going to be paying a hundred bucks for a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. No one wants to pay that. And no one. I don't care if then, it's. Then I don't. I don't even really, care if it's John Jones. No one's paying hundred bucks to see John yeah, Jones. And really, at the end of the day, then you're gonna see these fighters really not make money because it's gonna be so overpriced. Oh my god! It's like, that, oh, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a fight now. Oh, that's cool. Like, fans are gonna have the con- and then like they make even more money because they have to charge the fans more to barely break even. And now you're gonna complain again. Oh, I should be making two hundred grand a fight. Like, and that's my only thing I have a disagree with. Like, hey. I do agree with fighter pay, but at the same time, it's a business model to where you got to find a common ground. I, I I don't think fighters should, I don't think fighters should have to fucking fight for a bonus. I think the 50 grand, and you said it, you just broke it to me. They do get at least 50, like almost up to 50 grand, not even with the bonuses. Yeah, so if that's the thing, they then, can do it. It's if, just, if that's the thing, then you're making more than an average nine to fiver. Shut the fuck up. You're just doing, you are basically just, you have bad spending habits. You don't have an advisor. You're not doing anything. You're not putting it in anything else. The guy that flips houses, I forgot his name already. Eric Anders. Eric Anders. He's said, I'm set for life. I, he probably has like what? Six, probably like three, four properties. Yeah. And, and I think it's, he's, he's investing, he's flipping, he's selling. Or he's and fucking he's, renting out. And he's fine. He's like, cool. That's the thing like with me, like I, he's built generational wealth. Yeah. And just what? How many fights has he had under the UFC? At least 10. With ten fights, let's just say he's getting about thirty grand a fight. You made three hundred thousand. He's probably has he's probably a millionaire. Yeah, he had, he's and he's fine. He openly told Joe he on and again he's no top fifteen. He's no household name guy, and he has no complaints about the pay model, anything. No complaints. And his and his take back on it was literally just like, if you're bitching, maybe you're not spending right. I, I, I honestly, Maybe you're not investing. I think that's what, now that you're like kind of breaking this to me, I can see that now. Cause like, dude, these guys are getting paid more than double, triple that we make. <laughs> and you're, you're complaining about pay. It's just like, something's not computing. The math isn't mathing, you know? Yeah. It's like, so there's little things here and there. Like, is, is the sport perfect? No, 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 no sport is perfect. No Football perfect. isn't perfect. Baseball isn't, per- baseball is atrocious. It's like, yeah, you, like you just saw that thing probably the other day. Like, it's like over the, like, it's like A's went from like 
30 point, you know, like 30 mil for a player. And like now they're down to like 23 mil a player. Dude, the entire fucking payroll for the New York Mets is literally five times what Oakland a the Oakland Athletics want to play. Sell that fucking team. I want, I just, Alex, I just want to go to a playoff game and I want to enjoy a fucking <laughs> game. Like, that's all I want for my Oakland A's. I just want to, I could have went. I, dude, legit, did I ever tell you that story? Like, dad, because dad was just like, because this is like four years ago, maybe, where they were going to host a playoff game. I was like, oh shit, dad, we're in the wild card. Dude, tickets were, dude, even for a wild card, tickets were $60 uh. for good seats. And I was like, dad, let's go. Let's go watch it. Like, I'm totally down for it. Dad's like, I don't know. Like, probably not, you know, like, work or whatever. I'm like, oh, you know, all right. Then I told my boss, like, I'll work Tuesday, whatever. You know what this motherfucker says? <laughs> he goes. No, he's like, hey, I got off early. Do you still want to go to the game? Motherfucker, I am at work, you asshole. <laughs> they ended up getting fucking the shit kicked out of him. But I still want to go to a playoff game for Oakland. But, you know, it's just, I don't know. You know, the UFC is going to keep on doing what the UFC does. Of Honestly, course. I don't think there's anything going to change it. And again... The UFC does not control a lot of the prices they even do right now. It's it's, well, it's, it's not even it's not even out of their hands anymore. They belong to the, the UFC is sold. They, they belong to a contract with ESPN. ESPN belongs to a contract with Disney. It's not even that like Disney has any say with it. Disney's just like, oh, okay, cool, give us our money, whatever. Disney has all the say. Do they? They can literally. That's why. That's why you're seeing prices raise. Oh. Disney Plus. So when I start, when I first subscribed Disney Plus, isn't it, was, it like seven bucks it was now? Nine ninety nine a month. When Disney Plus now Disney Plus is raising it up to, to fourteen ninety nine a month. Fuck that big! Yeah, I, I got it for free, so I don't. I don't fucking. It's know. been going. It's going up, going up. And whenever you well, see, you, whenever well, you see Disney bump up in there. Well, the, don't you have it? Don't you have the plan? Is, I have the bundle. Doesn't the bundle? Didn't the bundle go up to like seventeen dollars now? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, and it's not ESPN, it's not UFC, it's Disney wanting to raise their price. Yeah. I, and, when, I, and when you see Disney raise their price for their subscription. That's usually when we see a price raise in pay-per-views mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Because it's, and you know, in most of all media outlets have asked Dana, like, oh, what's up with the price on this? And he's like, trust me, I don't fucking like it. Dude. But I'm not the guys upstairs. Dana is so low on the totem pole. I just feel like with Dana, he, there's things I don't like and there's things I do like about Dana. I just feel like Dana is just so transparent when it comes to fucking talking to the people. He is, honestly, he's probably the most open yeah. one. But, you know, and, you know, like, granted, you know, the whole thing that's going on with him right now and the slapping his wife bullshit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like UFC would not be around without him, without him. It wouldn't be here. Without it, wouldn't, him. it wouldn't got the Disney deal without him. It wouldn't got sold without we, we, him. We wouldn't have had we wouldn't have had the Fox deal. We wouldn't have had the ESPN deal. We wouldn't have had the ESPN two deal. Yeah. We wouldn't have had any of that. No. I, you I, know, d- does, given the process, a piece of shit. But at the same time, like, you got to understand this. This company would not thrive without him. It's like there's him, the matchmakers, and then maybe whoever else. Yeah. But at the end of the day, those guys are so low on the totem pole of like. They really got no say. What gets control? Like they basically only have control over like the matchmaking, where they're going to go probably. Yeah. You know, like all their events. Uh, Let's just cut off this topic for like UFC. Uh, Brandon Moreno beat the living shit out of Davidson Figueroa. It's a legal punch. I don't really want to. I don't really no, want to. It was one hundred percent a legal punch. Illegal. Legal. Okay, legal. Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent legal punch. Okay. So I really want to get to the Brandon Moreno thing. Everyone was like, "Oh, well, it's illegal." I'm like, dude, Brandon Moreno was beating the shit out of fucking Davidson Figueroa for that punch. Hand was completely closed. Completely closed. And he was complaining about the other eye, and he, he was didn't even about, touch him, and he pushed him off he with was his hand. About opposite eye. Could you have say that? Could you have say that hand probably poked an eye? Yes. 
But then he complained about the opposite eye. Thank you. And, you know, so overall, though. Mexico finally has a champion. Right right after that happened, it went to the ground. And I saw the eye, like, with the single on the ground. I told my buddies, I was like, dude, his eye shot. I was like, they're going to stop it after this. They're like, no, no, yeah. it's in Brazil. The, the Brazilian doctor's going to let him go back out. I was like, no. That shit he is can't shut. open his eye. It is shut. And I, I guarantee you, he cannot open that eye right now. Yeah, I was like, yes, I'm like, I, I looked at like, when it was on the ground, I was like, holy fuck, that shit is closed tight. It's done. It, it was gone. Yeah, it, it was it, compromised. It, I think, man, this was such a great rivalry, but I think Brandon legitimately closed the chapter on this. Like he I did. Honestly, the way it was going, it, I, I, because me and the guys, we were scoring it ourselves. I had a 3-0. I had a 3-0. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think, I just think, and it's the right decision for Figueiredo to move up. I think this is this, this division's killing him. It's the weight cut is just it's killing him. It's it's horrible. Like, it, and it almost kind of showed. Yeah, it really did. It showed in the first fight with in the second fight when Brandon won it the first time. Yeah, like it really showed. Like this plays a huge factor into it. Brandon Moreno put all the stops. He was defending very well. He was putting hands on him, dude. The wild punch he threw that he missed. I think that would have shut the lights out and fucking figured out if that would have landed. It probably would have. And I think it's, and I was going to text you this too. And I was even going to make a video. For, I think I said it before. I was going to make a TikTok on it. I think the only fight to make is Pantoja right now. And obviously they said, Brandon said he's next. Pantoja is for sure next. He's the number two guy. He's on a winning streak. And it's I like, even think this, we're seeing a completely different Brandon, bro. Like you look at how he fucking came to this fight. No hate, no nothing. He did nothing no. to this fight to sell it. He was just like, "I'm here to fight. I'm here for business. Whatever." You look at Davis and Figueroa, fucking trying to like trying to antagonize antagonize his ass. And then you look at their ring, like their like when they came into the fucking stadium. Brandon Moreno was fucking hugged up with his wife, drinking fucking fucking coffee or whatever the fuck was in that cup. And Davis and Figueroa was just fucking jumpy. He was, uh, to be honest, I think Brandon. I think this year, if he defends it this year again, I most likely think it's going to be a late. I, never, I, never I think late summer. Honestly, I can even see like April, May. Possibly, he didn't take any damage in this fight. No, not at all. And Pantoja, he's ready to go. So I guarantee I, you, I think he beats Pantoja. Come tomorrow, Tuesday, I feel like there's going to be a talk. There's going to be a. Yeah, I think so. Meeting, being like, hey, how would you like Pantoja? End of April, beginning of May. I think that could single de Mayo weekend. Single, yeah, that's the thing. Shoot for May, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, either. What would you put the location? Honestly, I would go. I would say Texas. I think. I think you. Texas 18, or Arizona. AT and T Arena. Yeah, it's te- Texas or Arizona. I think. I think that's. I think you have you to give. Go Vegas again, because yeah. you know. You know. Obviously, everything's in Vegas, but like I think you should give Brandon Moreno a, a crowd that loves him. We could go back to Mexico City. Yes, anywhere but Brazil. I fuck Brazil. <laughs> fuck everything <laughs> about Brazil. <laughs> Honestly, you could you could easily you can you could literally do Texas, Arizona, or Mexico City. Let, like, Will they let, ever go back to California? I don't know because California is still really weird. Like I know Bellator is doing stuff in California. I think last year they did one where uh, fucking what's his name was here in San Jose. Be- Bellator is coming to California in March. Ooh, you want to go to that? I don't even know. It depends. I have to talk to my dad about that because my dad sometimes gets free tickets to the SAP Center. Nice. But I don't know. It all depends if he even gets them. Okay. I'm just saying. Putting um, it out there. But I know I know Bellator does, but then again, Bellator is owned by the same guy who owns Strike Force. Oh, okay, okay, okay. was built in California. San Jose was basically Strike Force's Vegas. Really? Yeah. It's fire. Shout out to San Jose. So I don't it, like a lot of you guys there, but shout out to San Jose. It, it all depends. But um, yeah, you could literally do that fight for. 
And again, I don't think Mena would be a, a main event. He'd probably be a co-main event. Yeah. Um. Man, I just too many. Like, I, we even talk about Gilbert Burns. I really don't. It's just he just fucking dog walked him. I mean, I mean, it's it's weird because like, what does that really do for Gilbert Burns? He he beat the number fourteen dude. Yeah, I mean, Gilbert Burns, Kobe Covington. I'd like to see that. But who knows? No one even knows when Kobe Covington is coming back. Like, there's not even a rumored date, rumored year, month, nothing because. uh after the sucker punch from Masvidal, Colby Covington's claiming brain damage from the sucker punch. For real? Yeah. Hmm. And now that that's out there, documented in the court case, no sanctions going to allow you no. to fight right now. That's true. You're claiming brain damage yeah. from the sucker punch. You really think uh, now that you've already put that out there in a legal case? Legal binding. Yeah, I, gonna, I, can, I completely understand that. That, that they're going to doesn't want to take that chance. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see it, but like, um, could it be him just trying to get Masvidal? hundred percent. But say it is legit. But say, but we got to get the doctor now. The, the the fact is, you've now said it. It's you, out there. You now said, oh, he's coming brain damage. It's it's now an illegal case. Yeah, of course. So, as much as all these guys are chomping at the bits to fight Colby, it, it, we're we're stuck in this. We're probably there's a good chance. We're not going to see Colby Masvidal this whole entire year. Yeah. Because of the, all this going on, especially Colby, because, again, the whole brain damage claims. Leave the division open. Let's say, again, say fucking Edwards beats him again. Someone could be chopping at the bits to get that. Gilbert Burns can possibly fight for the belt. Yeah, honestly, like it's it's going to be weird. The division's wide open right now. If he beats Masvidal uh, 100%, 100%. If he beats Usman again, the division's wide open. If Piera beats Adesanya again. Wide open. Division's wide open. There's a lot of wide open divisions right now. So who knows what happens in a lot of these divisions. You know, Bantamweight, not to say it's open, but there's just a lot of fucking playing cards right now. Of course. Featherweight, of course, he got Volk going up for Islam. Um, interim belt for featherweight is going to be on that exact same card with Yah Year and uh, yeah, Emmett. Yeah. Why was it interim? Oh, interim. I'm sorry. It, it's interim belt just because Volk's also because Volk's going to try and go for double champ double status. Yah uh, Year. I like that name. Yah Year. Yeah, yeah. He's another one out of fucking. Uh, I think he's out of Tijuana also. It's fire. See, my thing is this: if you are a Mexican descent or you just have a fucking love for Mexico, bro, I'm going to root for you regardless. So who who knows? Hey, to, to be honest, with the whole Brandon Moreno thing, like it gave me like the vibes when he first won it the first time. Like it, it, it literally, I, I posted this on my Instagram. Like it, it just gives me my uh, Eddie Guerrero vibes. I don't think this one had that pop. The first one had. The, obviously, you're in Brazil. Well, not not even that. I it, just it, feel it, like it didn't have the pop for the fact of it ended on a doctor stoppage. Yeah. Say he had actually been able to go out there and, and stop his ass, like knock him out or submit him. We probably would have seen a bit of a different feeling to it. Like, okay, like he came back, he got it. Um, the doctor stoppage, not that it leaves a sour taste in the mouth, but it's like the fight ended because you you know, granted, you hit him in the right spot, it swelled up the eye, you can open it. So yeah, props to you. Landed a perfect shot that caused the stoppage. Yeah. But say he had done that during the fight, not in between rounds. Probably would have had a little bit better of a pop to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just happy that Mexico has a, you know, has a champion again. Yeah, they got someone again, and uh, so who, you know, I look forward to see where Brandon Moreno's career I, goes. From I'm now. super excited to see what it is. I would love to see him, you know, obviously fight 
Pantoja, which is probably going to be the next fight. I think if he beats Pantoja, I think this submits him as this guy's fucking for real. Pantoja's a fucking beast. He, he's a good guy. Pantoja is the only one who's finished Moreno, but that was, of course, years back, and they're both totally different fighters. Mm-hmm. I think he beats him. I can't wait to see Kai fight again. Mm-hmm. And if Kai fights again, wins again, you can easily put Kai right back 100%. up there again. That's a storyline. Kai, Brandon, two, who knows? It'd be three. Would it be three? It would be three. When I they, don't think I ever watched the first fight. When they fought for interim, it was their second meeting. Really? I didn't know yeah. that. That's cool. So Moreno has a lot of rematches ahead of him. I think this division, I think the division's going to be, I think the division's in good hands. As long as Jamal Hill, too. I think the light heavyweight division's in good hands. It's in good hands. Heavyweight with the introduction of Jones in March. You know, we got a lot of fun Fucking match- fireworks, baby. We got a lot of we got, we got a lot of fun matchups coming up. And I'm our- excited for this year. It's it's the way that I think the year of just fight. Out. I think the year of fighting is just going to be so great. We have potent. We have huge boxing matches coming up to determine who's going to be fighting who. You have UFC matches. We've only got the first three. We don't even know what's in store for the rest of the yeah. year. Because you know you got, you got Loma and Haney. Loma Haney. You have Loma Haney potential for May, which sets up the winner of Ryan and Tank. Ryan and Tank which, in April, which will set done deal. Set, that division is we have one top guy. One top guy under it. Um, you have, what's his fucking name? David Benavides versus Caleb Plant. Which is going to set up Canelo. Potentially either a. No, they're it's going to be not a setup. It's going to be for Canelo because they're well, fighting. That's right, that's right. It's, it's going to set up either a rematch with Canelo and Plant or it's going to set up some new blood. With Canelo. With Canelo. Canelo is, Dimitri Pivo said, hey, <laughs> no more excuses. And dude, and that's the thing with uh, fucking Canelo too. He said, I didn't fight at 100%. Why'd you fucking fight in the first? Every time he's been opening his mouth, I've been losing a lot of respect for Canelo. But Canelo, potential Dimitri Bivolv at 168 for all the belts. And who knows? Maybe at 168, Canelo shows a little something different with a guy who came down just a slight bit. I think Dimitri Bivolv beats him twice. I think, I think, who knows? I think nine times out of 10, I think Dimitri Bivolv wins. Dimitri Bivolv took away his jab, which is his arsenal. And we kind of seen Canelo get hands put on him. And don't get me wrong, I think Canelo this time has a fire under his ass. He wants that fucking win back. I think he can win. I think Dimitri Bivol can win. We're just going to have to see. If that fight's a done deal... We got Usyk and Tyson. Usyk, Tyson, that's potential. Whoever knows when this year, but we know for sure. Uh, Jake, we have it. Jake fucking... Jake Paul fighting... Jake and Tyson. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It, uh, it's crazy how we're just putting Jake Paul in like big fights. You, you, you but that's the there. state of boxing, though. You got to put him in there. Yeah, you got to. He's a he's a big name. He's a big name. People want to see him lose. We'll put him there. You know, um, the Connor potentially this year. So many different things, man. Oh my god, I am so excited. The the, the years we're, we we just ended our first UFC pay per view, and it's already the year panning out forward. It's gonna be great. It's already looking like there's so many like this. Would you think like this may this say this year pans out to be fantastic? Do you think this is one of the best fighting years overall in the last maybe five years? It can set up a lot of good fights, and I've said it before. I feel like the state of fighting overall is dying for the fact of we don't have stars anymore. (coughs) Yeah. We don't have stars anymore. Like, there will never be a better time of fighting when McGregor, Rousey, Mayweather, Canelo, Pacquiao... Jones in his prime, St. Pierre, Silva. Pe- preach. There will never be a... 26, be- I say this, 2014. 29 to 2016. 
Oh, the, 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 there will never I, be. You know what I say that? I feel like that's the same thing for anime. I feel like as of right now, yeah, we've gotten some carpet bombs for anime and stuff like that too. There will never be a time to be alive from 2010 to like 2016. The, 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 I so feel like that's fighting, just, a, I think that's just an overall great era. We can talk, there's, there's we'll talk about that be. next, we'll yeah. talk about that next week. Such an amazing era from 2010 to 16. Yeah, for it was such a ridiculous gonna, fucking era. There's not going to be another time like that because that era was so star driven where it was like Fights, fi fighters fight the where, fighters. Where it was like million dollar pay-per-views oh, each time. 100%. And, in the, and I called this too. I was like, I think fighting as a whole is dying. Not that it's dying, but it's not as household driven anymore because there, there's no household names anymore. They're just not. I, as much as you guys want to say, oh, well, this guy is, well, no one knows this guy. No one knows him. And, and it sucks. And I, I was talking about this, too, um, on the, the Twitter. Only, the only reason why people come over to my place and watch fights is because I talk certain people up. Yeah. That's the only reason, that's the only reason why my friends come over and watch fights. Mm -hmm. And they know the people that I talk about now. It's because I talk about them so much. I talk them up. They come over. They see what's up. And now they're fans. Yeah. If before that, the only fighters they would give a shit about or McGregor and Ronda Rousey. Of course. Those are the biggest names. There was the only ones. And, you know, and again, it's like there's just no, there's no stardom now. And it's like the, the casual, it used to be the casual to hardcore. The casual, the casual is used to reign over the hardcore. I feel like the casual is dying. The casual is dying because it's like there's not a McGregor on every pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. Versus in that time period, I said. McGregor was almost on three pay-per-views every single time. Nate Diaz was on every pay-per-view mm -hmm. every time. Ronda Rousey was there. Jones was there. St. Pierre was there. Adesanya, Mayweather, Pacquiao, Canelo. Fucking. You couldn't go a year without any of those names not being you on couldn't. there. You couldn't. You couldn't. For that whole time period. There was always one Can of those names. Canelo. Um, I can even throw. I, I, I really can't put Spence in there because Spence was kind of on, on his rise. But even then, Spence was still. Fucking. Being a fucking rising star. He was still being Him, a rising Crawford, star. Him, Crawford, fucking Thurman, Danny Garcia, fucking... I'm just talking about the welterweights. But we talk about, like, the heavyweights. Robert Guerrero, fucking... Yeah, Robert Guerrero. He was... As much as he wasn't a household name, he just brought so much of a draw because he... Uh, for the Bay Area, he's from Gilroy. He, he, he's... You know, he was a champion. Wherever he went, everyone was just there with him. And you look at, um like, the heavyweights. I don't think heavyweight division hasn't been this amazing... Well, I think heavyweight was dying for like for for boxing. Until Tyson, Ruiz, Joshua, Wilder, fucking Klitschko, even Klitschko, Usyk, fucking Usyk. Well, Usyk he, was light heavyweight yeah, at that time. Yeah, but then he threw himself in the in, he threw in himself the in the, the ring. I feel like from twenty when did they first fight, they fought in twenty like twenty 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 one. No, uh, the first Tyson, uh, first Tyson fight, Tyson fucking Tyson and Wilder. Yeah, had to be in like twenty twenty or some shit. But it's like there just hasn't been. It's it's you know this whole star aspect of it it's, it's gone. Uh, does it not fucking tell me? If you click on the fucking the Wikipedia, they'll probably give you a date. Oh, all right. Twenty eighteen. Twenty. So yeah, I feel like from twenty eighteen to now, like before, it was just run by Klitschko. And, and like then Anthony said, Joshua fucking... threw his hat in the fucking ring, knocked out Klitschko, and then it's like I'm the dude, and then. Andy Ruiz threw his fucking threw his fucking hat in the ring, and it's just like stars aligned, bitches. I'm the champion. Anthony Joshua takes it back, and then fucking Alexander Usyk's like, bitch, Uno reverse card on me. I'm fucking shit up. And then Tyson Fury's like, I'm gonna beat this fucking black dude for like three times in a row, and just fucking end this chapter. What an from like twenty like from their first fight to now 
heavyweights have never been as popular since like I'm gonna say this yeah. since fucking Mike Tyson. They really haven't, you know, because the whole stigma on heavyweights is that they're just big boys who hug. You got big boy. You got big boys who can fucking box. Now you got big boys who fucking dance around like fucking welterweights. Fuck yeah! Which Ta- is Cyril no, Gaon and no, John Jones now. It's no like, fucking way. Tyson Fury is six nine and he is built like that, and he is just as fast. It's not faster than a your average middleweight fighter. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It's a so right now, fighting for at least for us, fighting is at its peak. Oh yeah. But what what a time to be, to be honest what a time to be alive for to be a fight fan to be a fight fan we have a great year up. oh a hundred percent sadly you don't see those same numbers anymore no you really don't because like, like I said I feel like with boxing we always it, talked about it Adesanya not a great draw but apparently last year he, he the was highest. the he was the highest draw for the UFC which really says something which goes back to the whole thing of. There's just not stars in this game anymore. We yeah. just we don't have them. No, not we, at all. We don't have those names anymore. And it's like the UFC's only saving grace of like a big pay-per-view this year is gonna be, please fucking God, make McGregor Chandler. That will be the most destructive first round we will have seen a we long will time. ever fucking see. <laughs> and you we're, know, and we're that, talking about Conor McGregor potentially either flatlining this motherfucker out in the first 20 seconds or Michael Chandler fucking dog walks him. And they're going to fight at 170. Oh, if they fight, shit. it's at 170. Glorious. Oh, my goodness. Which is going to be even crazier because it's like Chandler works out heavy like this all year round. 100%. McGregor has shown he can't go past round two. So can McGregor fight with all this added weight he's been putting on himself? Who knows? Beefy so boys. It makes for the most. And even Chandler said it. I think guaranteed a million. Chandler, yeah, guaranteed. Chandler is over. Chandler said it. That will be the wildest, most destructive fucking first round in the UFC's history. That is two cars going head on collision. Oh, dude, it's. I think I am so excited for it. I, I, to be honest, I don't really care who wins. I probably might root for Connor. I really want to see. I really want to see him. But you know, but here's here's the fucking fucked up part. If Connor beats him, guarantee you. He gets a title shot. Oh, 100%. I think it's 100%. He gets a title shot. But imagine if he fucking wins it, though. Because let's say this. Him and Leon can get... Say Leon wins. I don't see Leon defending this title until September, maybe December. You're telling me at the end of the year card, Connor beats... Say Connor beats Chandler. You're not telling me they don't want to end the year off with a Connor potential fucking championship? I don't know. And who knows? And it depends. It, it all depends on how Connor looks. Yeah, 100%. What does he look like? How does he feel at 170? Because he's really small for 170. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys are basically just going to be 150 fighters, just 155 ers just fighting at 170. Oh, That's all it's going to be. Oh, yeah. But I guarantee you, if Connor beats Chandler, they're still going to consider it a lightweight win. Possibly. And it puts them back in that whole thing of like, oh, you know, he might be able to fight Vulcan Oscar or Islam. Yeah, 100%. Which, oh, man, can you imagine Connor and Is? And Connor, I would much rather see Connor and Volk. I do. If Connor fights fucking Islam, he's gonna have fucking flashbacks of fucking it's getting wrestled. It's just gonna be Khabib all over again. Yeah, That's all it's gonna be. I think, uh, man, I'm just super excited for Connor. It's just give him only big name fights. Give yeah. give, give him our big name, him, big checks. That's all. Give him the fun fights. That's yeah. all. I don't need to see Connor in a title fight. I don't need to see him in a. How top crazy do you think fight? it is if Connor actually retains a title again? Fucking world will go upside down. Yeah, the whole fucking place will fucking go bonkers. Um. So end up on UFC real quick. Uh, the 49ers are about to play right now, and boy, that's right. We got 15 minutes. We got 15. Here. I am shaking. I think the night. Let's put this end of the year. Obviously, 
when this come out Friday, this is the either one of the Cowboys are going to be hosting an NFC championship, uh, Niners or the Cowboys will be an NFC championship. What do you have? You know, Cowboys may be my family's team. I've even, I can even say I've even become more of a Cowboys fan over watching it this season, mm-hmm. going to my dad's. As much as I would want the Cowboys to win, I'm a realistic person. I don't think they win today. Do I think it's going to be a complete shutout? No. Probably not. I think it's going to be a really good game. It's going to be a tight fucking game today. I think it's, gonna, I think it's the type of game where Brock Purdy is going to be like, hey, dude. Either Brock is going to make rookie mistakes or we're going to see Dak just not, not perform today. Dak's going to be – well, my thing is this. Dak's been inconsistent his entire career. But last game, motherfucker was on one. And motherfucker was on. But yeah. he was, but you played against a bad defense, a bad team, and an aging Tom Brady. But my thing is this. Granted, he is still. Don't get me wrong. Dak is still a top ten quarterback. But it's just like I hate what people are comparing him. Purdy's better than Dak. I'm like, no, he's not. No, he's not. Calm down. He he's doing all right for himself. My thing is this. I think the Niners. This is how. If the first quarter goes how I think it's gonna go, it's this. Say there is two sacks in that game and that dude is fucking scrambling for his life, boy, it's going to be a long night at the if office. If the Cowboys can put that fucking pressure on on Brock tonight. It's Micah Parsons or go home. It's it's gonna be like a can to 23-year-olds break through those fucking playoff jitters tonight. Oh yeah, I think can so. Can he do it? Um I'm gonna go with 49ers. I'm gonna go 30-24. I think it's gonna be 24. I think it's gonna go close. And then the Niners defense is just going to pick it up in the second quarter. To put it this way, the Niners for like 11 weeks have shut out teams in the second quarter. They don't yeah. score. So that's my thing. I think it's going to be close. Niners pull away barely. And Philly, I'm a little scared of Philly. But then again, they played against the Giants. So I don't know if that's a really good thing Who to knows? say. You know, I was really hoping I, the Giants I my, won. I know my dad was getting pissed off at Dak for last week's game against the Bucks. My dad was like, <laughs> no pun intended, but my dad was like, Dak is doing a lot of the fucking cowboy shit right now. <laughs> fucking, you know, ru- just straight night with throwing it, just fucking running it himself, mm-hmm. throwing these fucking risky passes. You know, as much as it was play- paying off for him, my dad's like, that shit's not going to fly with the Niners. Yeah. That cowboy shit just will not fly with a team that tight. I just hope, I, I, I don't want it to be competitive, but if it's going to be competitive, boy, we're going to be in for a great game. Uh, but man, uh, before we, before we end this completely off right now, just like a little side note, cause we like watching shows and stuff. Last of us. You want to stay home and you want to stay and watch that later? I got to watch it with AJ. All right. Oh, you guys like it though? She likes it. We've never know. I said, so I know a little bit about the game. So it was my first kind of introduction. Yo, to what it. did you think about the whole fucking drive scene? I just want to know about that scene. I, I, I've seen the- when they're, when Tommy and them are driving through the fucking town, when the infected, when the, when it all, when shit happens. It reminded me of a uh, World War Z, where like Brad, that World War Z movie, the Brad Pitt. Yeah, kind of reminded me of that. I know the plane crash wasn't in the video game; that was so, added. So that's the part. That is the thing where it's just like, yes, subtle changes, and fucking execute them. Because my uncle was talking about, it. he's like, he's like, because um, when you see it, and I feel like I was watching the fucking video game again. But you see, like the planes are super low. Like yeah. you remember how they were showing it? My uncle's like, it's. There's no fucking airport that's going to let them fucking land. So they're just going to fly until they fucking run out of, um, you know, fuel. That subtle change was amazing. Yeah, it was a good first episode. I think it was amazing. For me, I, I never, I didn't think it was a bad episode. Didn't think it was a, I didn't think it was an amazing episode. I, oh. For me, the episode just set the tone, did a great back, did great background, at least for a great background for Joel. Yeah, the great background for Joel introduced him really well. Introduced Ellie really well. 
Um, Everyone's complaining about the actress. I, I think she's going to do amazing. She'll do great. And if you don't know the actress, you need to go. You need to fucking watch Game of Thrones because she was also <laughs> in Game of Thrones and she did a fucking amazing job in that. So I, uh, my thing is this with um, like everyone's like uh, not everyone, not not a lot of people complain. There's like that one fucking inkling though where it's just like you know Joel's daughter. She was mixed. That was the only thing I saw too. It was like, why is she black? And I'm just like, what does it matter? If she's what black. What the f- exactly, <laughs> dude? She's fucking she played dead. The, she played the character good. Like, exactly. Just leave, leave it alone. That's what I don't understand. It's just like, bro, you want to complain about the littlest fucking? I'm like, yes. I texted. I, I I responded. I'm like, just say it. <laughs> just say it. Say you don't like him. I I I on. Before we let's end up on this real quick. All right. The Velma is fucking trash. Did you see the girl who was like behind it? She's like Mind- no one, uh, uh Mindy Kaling. She was like no one likes it because they're racist. <laughs> okay. It's literally. And I I haven't watched it. I don't know. I saw other people on TikTok's take on it. They were like you see my take on it? I did, I kind of did. But from what people have been saying is like no, it's not cuz we're fucking racist because you took an IP, ran with it without knowing probably anything fucking you may have known about it. But you, so you, you just, you, you totally like, Hey, switching up character races, switching up character. I, I don't care as long as they do a great you job do a as that job character. About it, I, don't I care. give two shits. Let's about it. Same thing with Ellie. Same, same, no, it's not, it's not same with Ellie. Same thing with the same the with daughter. Um, Joe's daughter, um, Sarah. Nobody, she, she had in the game, she had played such a fucking minor part. You maybe get maybe 20 minutes of her. What they did to build the tension of her death, spoilers, everybody, to, Build it up like the half, like the 20 to 30 minutes before she died made it so much more like, oh, f- fuck. Yeah, it was a sad scene. Oh, but then again, like, I didn't give a fuck. She, I said, oh, she's mixed. That's cool. I didn't give a fuck if she played a good Sarah because Sarah's not going to be in there for like fucking, she's only going to be there for like she's 20 minutes. She's here for 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> but even then, she played it so well. And that's the thing with like Mindy Kaling. I don't know if you know her. She's kind of known for being like this obsessed with white dudes. Which is really weird that she was in the office. That's my thing. And one my of thing the is most this. offensive shows ever. And great fucking show. I still I really don't care for it. I mean, I don't find it that funny. I do find it funny sometimes. I find it hilarious. But it's again like the it's just not the, for me. A lot of the jokes are very like oh, shit. Yeah, fuck. But it's like it's like Dan, like you were in that. Yeah. It's like But like my thing is this, I watched this video too where it's like she has this obsession with just calling white dudes white dudes for some reason. Cause in the show she's like Fred is just some rich white guy that has a fucking small dick. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything that that scene had to do? And with Velma, it's just like I just don't feel a connection. Now, obviously Scooby Doo's not in it, but I just don't feel a connection that these are our characters. You literally just took an IP, took these characters. Made him your own. And I said this months ago. I said, I really don't care for this show. If they, it's self, It looks like self-insertion because they made Daphne uh, um, Asian. Fred's just a white dude. They made Shaggy or Norville black. And I'm just like, I'm like, all right, cool. Like Norville, if he's a fucking. Scooby Doo is not even actually a dog anymore. Apparently it's some chick that I've seen Shaggy's that too, dating. But I, but I seen someone debunk that. So I really don't know. We're going to have to see it. Um, I'm personally just watching this so I can make content and see what you know goes maybe there's like some light hope to it it already gets a season two so i get in like fuck we're really gonna have to deal with this it's just like so many great animations they got a season two but it wouldn't be the first time they cancel shit after they already get a fucking season. inside job like i hope it's fucking dude you know what someone said on fucking mindy's thing where it's like oh my god you guys made this the number one because of hate thank you for all the hate some doing like this i've been he's like i've been a wheelchair for 20 years i had a he's like i want to thank you so much because i got off of my chair and turned that shit 
<laughs> that shit was fucking awesome. Yeah, I, and apparently it beats Dragon Ball Evolution as the worst show to ever be created. And you know, I'm probably not even gonna fucking watch it. I just love all the fucking bullshit that she tries to be like. No one likes it because you guys are just racist. No, it's because you have bad fucking writing and you it's don't like know great. Maybe, maybe you the show you just were sucks. on the audit. You were on the office. How have you? How did you not get like anybody from the office like that wrote that show to help you with it? I don't know. And and the thing is, like, they literally just put like every like checkbook. Uh, we got some. We got lesbian people. Check. They have nothing to do with the show. Um, diversity. We're gonna put some Asian people, and some Black people in here. Check, check. Oh, um, post-traumatic stress, like PTS and fuck uh, PTSD and fucking anxiety. How are we gonna do with that? We're gonna laugh at people's feelings for each other. <laughs> That's that could be funny. It's just weird. And like another scene where like a girl's like, "Whore." She's like, oh, "Rich white girl." Like, what does that have to do with anything? It's just a bad show. But ladies and gentlemen, we are gonna be yelling at a TV for the next. Probably Four hours, <laughs> probably a couple of hours. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been what was that? <laughs> the chair. That was the fucking chair. That was my chair. <laughs> that shit's about to break on you. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, this has been another fan tabulous episode of the What's Your Opinions podcast. Starting this Wednesday, me and Alex are going on a whole motherfucking diet. Oh, yeah, it's okay, go. we're good, we're good. So me and Alex are going to start this whole thing a whole month. No jerking off, no fucking fast food. We're going to be working out. We'll work out together sometime once a week. 50 push-ups a day, a gallon of water a day. We're doing this, buddy. Doing this. That's why we got to fucking drink everything we can today. Yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you can find this podcast everywhere that you motherfucking see. YouTube at YouTube.com slash the WYOP or What's Your Opinions Podcast. TikTok at What's Your Opinions Podcast. Apple Podcast. Make sure to fucking give us the five-star rating. Because that will put us in Angela White's DMs. Alex, where can they find you, my good boy? You guys can find me at the last Medella Bender, Instagram and Twitter. You guys can also find my solo shit at Bar Talk with Alex. I got fucking episodes came out with my brother and my cousin. That shit great, was fucking great episode. <laughs> when's, when's the next episode coming out? Probably this week. I got someone lined up on Tuesday. There you go. That's what's up. That's what's up. Let them cook. Let them cook. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please rack these numbers up because we appreciate it. You guys want more reviews? Just follow us on TikTok. And, um, you know, I got something special planned for next week. So we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Uh, Fuck. Fuck the Muslims. <laughs> <laughs>